Hello, and welcome back to the Scouting Books Podcast, the podcast for YA fiction lovers of all ages. I'm your host, Scout, and I'm joined, like always, with my mom slash co-host, Cheryl, and today we'll be talking about our favorite young adult books we read in January. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. We are recording from a weird place today. (laughs) We are on our way um, for a day trip and we forgot to record the podcast until this morning so we're recording from our car so Uh, if you hear random uh, cars zooming past us who knows if someone honks at us we're sorry um (laughs) but (laughs) yeah it'll be drama um so this episode's also going to be a little bit of a shorter one we're going to try to stick to around 30 minutes um and we're going to be talking about our two favorite young adult books we read in january so we're each going to be giving you two which means we're not going to be doing an extra review at the beginning obviously because this episode is just reviews and we're also not going to do any new releases because most of the new releases this month are coming out um, later. So there's also nothing really to talk about okay. uh, when it comes to new releases. So, so maybe next week. Yeah, possibly. so next week you'll get some new releases, but not this one. Okay. Um, so we're each going to talk about two. Mom is going to go first. Um, for reference, we did each read nine books this month. Yes. And so we did pretty good for our first month of 2022. And I think we both read a decent amount of young adult. I read some adult romance and mom read some adult fiction like she always does. Um, but I, I read a good bit of YA. And I think mom did as well. Yes, so I believe that's you right. can talk about yours first. Okay, so first off, yeah, I read nine books, which is very exciting. I figure what that's going to do is it's giving me a buffer for when I just suck it up in like <laughs> um, July or some, you know, random month yeah. like that. But yeah, nine books was a great first month for me. And I did read a couple of young adult books. I'm going to talk about two of them this morning. And these are two I really liked a lot. The first one was The Firekeeper's Daughter by Angeline Bowley. And um, I had seen this book quite a bit just at the bookstore, on the bookshelves. And I was first like attracted by the cover. because the, the cover, cover is gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's really unique. And also it was a Reese's uh, Young Adult Book Club. I don't know how many of those she usually does. I think they're pretty rare. Um, um, I think she does one like every one couple a, months yeah, rather than every, every month, month like she right. does with the adult picks. So I thought, you know, I've always had pretty good luck with her books. Um, and so I thought, let's give this a try. And so I did and I bought it. I think I bought it. I think we got it from my, outlet. Okay. I was going to say, I think I might have bought it for myself as like a Christmas gift or something. I can't oh, remember. Oh, you may have done that. Anyway, so this is a really unique story that is set in a subculture that I think is so cool and you know I really enjoy books with representation and um, this one is set on an in, in an Indian Native American sorry excuse me Native American community in Michigan which I thought was an interesting location too up on the lakes area and it's the story of a recent high school graduate named Donis and she is um, you know, really involved in her community. She's not fully integrated into the community because she does have some white in her. Um, And so she's not like completely, completely accepted by like the elders and all that. But anyway, so there's that whole kind of um, kind of layering of story that I love. And then it's, it turns out to be kind of this mystery thriller also because one of her best friends dies very early in the book and it's from a drug, uh, well, it's related to drugs. Let's just put it that way. And there is a whole, like, 
scourge of drugs in this community. And um, she kind of investigates this death and then some other girls uh, die as well. And so it's kind of a thriller and also kind of a coming of age because she's just out of high school. She's still trying to kind of find her place in the community. And there is also an element of romance as well. Um, it's not the overriding uh, plot, but it is part of it. And when there's this um, new guy in town, and I do not want to spoil what he is, but anyway, she becomes involved in this investigation. And it's a good mystery. There's a lot of crappy men in this book. <laughs> Um, a couple of good ones too, but some really crappy ones. And there's also, you know, a lot of issues. And I would say you might, there's a little bit of a trigger warning. I'm not yeah. sure how much kind of needs to be in a book to I have would, a I trigger would always warning. suggest in general, if you're reading like heavy, um, books with heavy topics yeah. so that you know have heavy topics, if you need trigger warnings for anything, I would typically yeah. recommend looking them up. Right. Um, just cause it's so easy now. If you guys don't know how to look up trigger warnings, mm -hmm. there's this website called booktriggerwarnings.com oh, okay. where you can literally look up any book and it'll give you the trigger warnings for it. It also gives you like representation that's oh, shown in that's the book. That's good to know. Um, yeah, I use it on my TikTok and what's a lot. That? What it's is called it? booktriggerwarnings.com book and I use okay. it on my TikTok all the time okay. to tell people huh. to go get trigger warnings okay. for certain books because, or like on my blog, because there are books that I feel like need trigger warnings. Right. Um, and some books are getting better about putting them in the beginning of books. Okay. I've had some books recently that oh. have had them in the beginning. Right. Um, so I think it just depends on what you're a, reading. I think it's a good thing. And this one, I think definitely, I mean, there's a couple scenes in it that um, could uh, could cause some issues maybe with yeah. someone if they've experienced it. But um, I've, I've told you that I really enjoyed this book a lot, although it does have a lot going on. Like there's a lot of storylines. And so just realize kind of that as you go into it. But I, I enjoyed it. So, of course, with us um, filming in our car, we got stopped by a train. Um, so, <laughs> of course. So, we are just sitting here. So, Actually, um, maybe this is At least we have something fun to be doing. This is conducive Instead of to just sitting here listening to music the whole time. Yes. Um, so, I'm going to talk about my first book now. I read two young adult books that were 4.25 to 4.75 stars this That's month. Um, so, I, I actually read three um, but I'm not going to talk about one of them because it was the third book in a series, and that's always hard to talk about. Um, so the first book that I'm going to talk about is called Jade Fire Gold by June C.L. Tan. This is a YA high fantasy. It's inspired by Chinese mythology and folklore. Oh, look, the end of the train is coming up. Yes. Yay. Um, <laughs> so you're going to hear us start driving again. Yeah. But this is, a, this is a young adult high fantasy inspired by Chinese um, mm. mythology and folklore. And I thought it was really well done. This is a debut novel. It's not confirmed if there is going to be a second book. If you do not like reading something that ends to where you want another book, just don't read the epilogue. If you don't read the epilogue, this can totally be read as a standalone. Oh, I like that. Yeah, which I enjoy. And I did yeah. know that beforehand. I still read the epilogue because I'm not a person who minds ending on a cliffhanger. I can literally finish a book on a cliffhanger. And if I don't, like, I'm fine if there's not a second one. It's okay. Um, but if you don't like that, just don't read the epilogue. And it's a standalone. Um, so this follows two teenagers, Aunt and Alton. Alton is a 18-year-old boy who, from the beginning of the novel we know, is the long-lost heir to this empire. So this is set in another world, um, but it isn't, remember, inspired by Chinese political things and also by, um, by the folklore of China. Yeah. So um, he is the long-lost heir to be emperor of this country. But um, when he was very young, his father was assassinated, and him, his mom, and his sister went on the run, and he ended up being the only one who lived. In this country, there is this... Um, 
large expanse of desert that has been made by what people think is the magical people of this land called the Tensai. Um, and so the government has kind of outlawed them and they are being killed whenever they're found. So they're found, they're executed by like the priests of the nation. Hmm. Um, and on our girl is a 16 year old girl who is hiding her magic. She's an orphan living with a older lady who found her and took her in. Um, and she's been hiding her magic her entire life until one day situations occur where she is trying to steal something to get money for their family. Um, she gets caught and is almost killed and ends up murdering the two people who found her um, with her magic. It just comes out of her. She doesn't even mean to do it. Um, and you find out that she is this thing called the Life Stealer, which is basically the only Tensai of the magical people mm -hmm. in this nation that can do magic that just kills people. It's the mm -hmm. only people who can do it without having to, like, use their magic to wow. kill them, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so Alton finds on and they go on this quest to find this sword that is in mythology that basically only the life stealer can wield that's supposed to be able to get rid of their desert and um alton thinks if they do this it will also put him back on the throne um so they're going on this adventure but that doesn't really happen until about a little over halfway through the book um you've got a lot of other things going on with on's um, on's heritage and a lot of the political stuff of this world um and i thought this book was really fun it was super fast paced the magic isn't too hard to understand if you're a person who likes going into a fantasy novel like really really understanding how the magic works uh they don't do a lot of that but if you're like me and you just like to go into a fantasy novel and accept that there is magic in this world they do tell you it's done by elements so like every person controls an element this was also pitched um to me as like hmm. avatar the last airbender yeah, right. because they all control an element like fire oh, or water right. or air yes. or earth um and so if you like avatar the last airbender <laughs> maybe you'll like this i'm gonna admit i never watched that ever no. um so i don't know um, but I've heard people say it is pretty accurate to that. So that sounds like a really unique plot line. It is a unique plot line. that you don't really hear a lot. I and it's not, cool. I won't, it's not the most unique novel ever mm -hmm. when it comes to like plotting and pacing, yeah. um, because it's a debut novel, but I still thought it was really fun. It's super fast paced. Once you get into it, you're not going to put it down. This book is like 460 pages and mm -hmm. I finished it in one sitting, wow. um, which says a lot. Well, I don't do that with, I don't do that with fantasy novels very often. Yeah, um, my only main gripe with this, I gave this a four star, maybe a 4.25 if I'm being a little generous. Um, my only gripe with it was that some of the political things were not super well explained. Um, and I thought they could have used a couple more pages for me to just understand better. Like there was this one part where there is like this um alliance that's formed and i don't understand why it was formed i don't understand why this leader would want to form an alliance with like a like this teen who's doing things hmm. um that that was my main issue with it but it's a small plot point so you right. don't need to be like it's not that big of a deal yeah. but for me it is i when it comes to fantasy novels especially if i'm reading something that quickly i need stuff to make sense yeah. if i'm reading it like all in a sitting right. um so yeah i give this one like four stars if you like why high fantasy and you don't want something that's too confusing if you like things inspired by other cultures think like these violent delights or if you there's a there's a so many fantasy books that are inspired by different cultures mythology and folklore and i think this is a really good one to add to the mix um, so yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Jade Fire Gold by June C. L. Tan. So now mom, you can talk about your next one. You can keep, you can. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, the, another YA book I read this month that I really enjoyed a lot. Every 
heart, heart a doorway. A doorway. Which I don't was, know why I have an issue That was my that. review on our last oh. episode that we posted, okay. which we skipped last oh, week. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, so, Every Sean Hearted Doorway by Shauna McGuire. Who, by the way, is a girl. I know, right. I assumed <laughs> it, it was a, a guy. Um, I love that name, Shauna. Um, very Irish. Very um, Irish. And so, I read this book, actually, because Scout read it mm-hmm. and said it was really good. And it sounded like something I would like. And also, it was a shorter book. Yeah, So, more a of novella. like a novella. So, I was like, that'd be nice to have a book that I can kind of We're read getting on the interstate. Sorry if this is going to yeah. be loud. Um, and so... <laughs> I enjoyed this book a lot. I would call this fantasy for sure. And um, it is the story of, it centers around a main girl named Nancy, but there's some other teenagers as well. And these are teenagers who all have come to live in kind of this home for special kids, I guess. But all of the kids here, all of the teenagers had traveled through a doorway in their life to another kind of fantastical realm and Nancy is coming back from kind of this underworld realm and um, her family you know just doesn't really know what to think about her they think it's all like an allegory maybe for something going on in her life you know Um, and so they send her to this home thinking it's just kind of like a home where she's going to get help you know but it ends up being this home for all these kids and so you learn about all the different uh, worlds that these people have gone to that these kids have gone to and um it ends up being a kind of a mystery a little bit of a murder mystery just because a a a, one of the girls dies a string of murders takes place um and I really liked this a lot surprisingly I really enjoyed it I thought the writing was really good I thought the story was very creative and this idea that people have these worlds that they go to that they actually feel at home at that they really don't even want to return to their own life their real life it's a um it's as if everyone has a door and in this story in this idea everyone every human does have a door but only some people find it and all of these teenagers went to a world that fit them that they needed and so it's a really I liked it I liked it a lot yeah, I think um, one of the best parts about that book, you know, in my review that I talked about it last time, I said it was one of the weirdest things I had ever read, which I do stand by. Um, but I think that it's written so well that it doesn't feel so mm-hmm. odd that you're like, yeah, I think so too. this is too weird for me to right. read. It, this is also a really long series. If you want to yes. continue with it, they're still coming out with books. Right. Um, like, there is still more being added to this series. And I also think the side characters in this book are really good. Yes, I did like the side characters a lot. And by the way, this book, I think I'd probably give about a 425 and I gave about the same rating for Firekeeper's Daughter as well. So I enjoyed both of those. Uh, I know those were both two of your favorite books you read this month. They were. In general. Yes. Um, okay, so my next book is my favorite young adult book I read this month. I thought it was so good. Um, and if you listen to us on other platforms or me on other platforms, if you follow me on TikTok or Instagram or something, um, <laughs> you will see the kind of stuff I post the kind of books that I post about loving and if you have read some of those books like the Raven Boys or the Devouring Ray um, I think you should also read this book because I think it kind of fits into the same vibe Um, so this book is Dark and Shallow Lies by Jenny Myers Sane this is kind of a hard book to place in a certain genre because I think it kind of fits into multiple and I think it kind of turns some of the genres a little bit on its head Um, where it doesn't really fit into any of them specifically. So I would call this a young adult thriller horror um, with 
fantasy elements. Hmm. So they're... A little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. But no romance. Um, there is a romance, but it's <laughs> but I would not call this a romance. Okay, right. um, and if you read it, you may be thinking like, Scout, what do you mean? There, it's not a romance. There is romance prevalent throughout it, but it's it's not a romance. Right. Um, so this book follows this girl named Gray, um, and she is part of this group of teenagers in this small town called La Cachette. It's off of New Orleans. It's like its own little island in the middle of a swamp, literally in the middle of a swamp. And <laughs> that's that's one of the reasons I love it, guys. You guys know I love swamps and forests and dark things like that. Um, and so she is from this little island called La Cachette, and it is known as like the psychic capital of the world. Every single person who lives in this town is a psychic of some sort. Um, it They have really cool powers. Some of them can literally feel the emotions of others around them. Some of them can predict when people are going to die. Some of them can hear from people in the other world. There's some twins who have these really cool powers of they can see things that happen, but they can only express it in artwork. So they draw what's going to happen. It's very cool. Um, but she is a part of this group of 10 teenagers or now only eight, because we know from the beginning that two of them died when they were children, um, who were all born within the same like three months and that's a big deal in this town because there are so few people. Um, and they are called the Summer Children. And they're all very close. They're all best friends. And um, Gray has had to go up to Arkansas to live with her father during the school year. But she always comes back down for the summer. When she comes back this summer, her best friend, Alora, who they were born on the same day, they're like twin flames, um, has gone missing and is presumed dead. Um, and it's got kind of eerily similar um circumstances to the mysterious death of the two kids who died when they were children um and gray is trying to figure out what happened to Alora. and um there is my favorite part about this book is the atmosphere is so just like slightly unsettling the entire time right. to where you're like, wow, this is really good. But then you're also just like a little bit nervous yeah, the I entire time. And I love books like that. Yeah. I love books where it does that. And that's why I would call it a horror mm -hmm. because there are times in the book where you are worried, Mary, maybe it's like this weird paranormal thing. Maybe it's just this crazy person murdering people. You don't, you don't, know. You don't know what it is, which is why I say it has fantasy elements <laughs> as well. Because the entire time you're questioning, is this weird supernatural things is this just a crazy human who is murdering people in our town and it was so 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 good um throughout the book gray is also having these visions and she has never been a psychic before she's like the only one who is not she's been having these visions from the perspective of alora um the night she went missing so ah, she is like cool. seeing flashes of what alora saw right. um and so you're trying to figure out like also, what kind of powers does Grey have now? You figure out a lot about their heritage, um, and you also figure out a lot about the deaths of the two children that happened when oh, they were kids. Okay. So you're kind of trying to solve two mysteries the entire time. Right. I loved this book. I loved it. There were... <laughs> Mom turned the wrong... No, you didn't. We're going the right way. Okay. Oh, I don't know oh, why it says oh, to turn oh, that way. Oh, I guess it's... Oh, it's, it's already counting you as a turn. Okay, yeah, sorry. no, you're sorry, good. It's fine. Um, I really liked this book. There were some crazy twists. Um, the end conclusion was absolutely insane. Yeah. Like one of the craziest conclusions I've read. There is. Did you like the end? I, I liked the okay. end a lot. I there is like some things that if you grow, there are some. This is another thing I will say. Characters in this book are hard to read. 
it is hard to find out what characters are in the good are good what characters are bad there are a lot of um things that end up being very like morally somewhere in the middle right you don't know the entire time who you can really trust mm-hmm. except that you can trust the main girl that is the right. only person you know that you can trust the entire book hmm. um and it's very unsettling. There's also a weird boy who comes out of the swamp mm. who you meet who ends up being a cool aspect to the story. Um, and my one complaint of this book, the reason it did not get a five star, is because that character, to me, um, ends up having, like, um, like relationships he has with other characters are mm. not well developed enough for me. Um, but I loved him as a character. And the, and the reason it got rid of stars for me, usually that would not really hinder my rating of the yeah. book too much but he would have been my favorite character mm. if his development would have just been a little just a little bit more yeah um but i i thought it was really good i i thought it was amazing if you like the kind of books that i like i so highly recommend you read this if you like weird genre bending books mm-hmm. i highly recommend you read this if you want to be a little creeped out but not scared i recommend you read this as well yeah. It's. I think it's a book that mom could read as someone who does yeah. not like horror. I think I but would if like you it. like mystery yes. and if you like books about psychics, which is a weird subgenre that has a lot of books in it, yeah. I think you'll like it a lot. So those are our favorite young adult books we read in January. Yes. Um, February is going to be a good month for us. If you want to participate in our book club with us, we are going to be reading a young adult novel this month called All of Us Villains by Christine Lynn Herman and Amanda Foodie. Speaking of Christine Lynn Herman, she wrote mm-hmm. The Devouring Grey, mm-hmm. which I would kind of say is similar to dark and shallow lies if you like that as well um but i think it's going to be a really good one it's a fantasy that's been related to the hunger games but darker and more highly fantastical i think it's going to be really good yeah um so if you want to participate in that with us we do everything on our facebook page Mm -hmm. for the book club and also february is valentine's day month so read some romances we are gonna young adult romances yeah we're gonna be doing a -a readathon on our facebook page as well but you can just participate and then maybe on our next podcast you can comment and tell us what you read um it's gonna be you're going to have to remind me the dates again. The 12th, yeah, the 12th 13th, 13th, and the 14th, and 14th. Yes. which is a Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We want to end on Valentine's Day, so it's going to be three days. Just read as much as you can. Yeah. I think it's going to be a fun time. And if you're not a fan of Valentine's Day or you don't have a significant other, or if you do and you just don't care about <laughs> celebrating, read. That's what I do. Yes, it's a good way to celebrate. <laughs> it is indeed. Um, so, yeah, I think that's going to be fun. And I hope you guys will participate with us in both of those things. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. Um, I hope you From enjoyed. The road. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed us driving and talking <laughs> about books, which is our favorite thing to do. Yes. Um, and we will hopefully remember to film a podcast for next week. We will. And we will. We're going to remember this time. And we will hear from you guys then. Bye, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Bye.